Blog Talk Radio. Back at it again. It's another edition of the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. I am your host, RIC, and the place to be, Rick Patel here, bringing you the names you need to know here on this uh, great day, April 6, 2017. One month from today, we will be uh, in Chicago bringing you NFL Draft updates and player interviews. And today we have a great Zawan. Uh, Big time wide receiver, a name you need to know, and we're going to bring you his story in just a moment. But first, uh, as I mentioned, exciting times here at the NFLDraftBible.com. If NFL Draft is your religion, get on board, sign up. It's the home stretch, and right after the draft, stay tuned, pay attention because we'll have our 2017 collegiate uh, college. Roster watch, uh, something that we'll be moving forward with as soon as the draft season. You know, here at the uh, Player College Show, we are brought to you by the College Bureau. So stay tuned. Follow them over at Twitter. Facebook. We have uh, updates on some of the prospects coming out of this year's uh, College Bureau Showcase and Symposium. And one of them is, uh, as I mentioned, Juwan. Hi, uh, you're kind of cutting out. Okay, my apologies, Juwan. Uh, we will try to get this corrected for you in just a second here. All right. Okay, Juwan, we're trying to work through these Black Talk Radio issues going on. How are we sounding now? Oh, great. All right, cool. So let's dig into the interview. We kept our listeners waiting long enough, and I do apologize for the live radio issues, but you just recently held your pro day workout. Uh, I see that you had a 36 and a half inch vert, 703 in the three cone, and 462 in the 40, which is really not a bad mark for uh, six foot four, 230 pound wide out. However, you know, pretty close in size to Laquan Treadwell, who just took a lot of heat for his 40 yard dash time. Uh, Jarvis Landry, another guy that NFL teams made a mistake on, I think, because of his 40 time. We saw him fall all the way to the end of round two, almost round three, because of his 40 time. How big of a concern do you think that is, and how much do you use it as a motivation to prove teams wrong? Um, For the 40, to me, it's not that big of a deal, although it's a big deal to a lot of the scouts, I feel like. But I feel like my game speed is is faster than my 40 speed. And as long as I can play fast, I can be productive on the field. And, uh, you know, I just try and prove people wrong by, you know, just working on my craft as a receiver and trying to make up for that lack of speed in people's eyes. 
so I can create separation other in other ways. Yeah, I think the speed thing is overrated. I think sometimes uh, too much weight is put into pro day numbers. It's really about, like you said, creating separation, going back to the film and seeing what you do. And seeing what you do, I, you know, a couple things that I was able to take out of it is, you know, you use your, your body very well uh, going up for the ball. I think you have a basketball background in high school. I, I like how you really work the sidelines. Um, and, you know, I think that when you catch the ball, you can gain some yards after the catch, some yak. Uh, but let's get it from you. Know, the other thing, too, is you're willing to block, which a lot of big wide receivers aren't willing to do. But uh, let's hear from you. Your best attribute, your greatest strength, what do you do best if an NFL team were to ask you, Juwan? Um, my uh, my biggest strength is definitely my size. Um, you know, that's something that you can't teach. And uh, my jump ball ability, uh, you're right with my basketball background. It's from, you know, catching rebounds at the highest point. And that's something that I do. And I think it's a skill that is kind of taken for granted. Not a lot of people know to high point the ball and, you know, catch it at its highest point. And I also have strong hands. Uh, you know, I've I had two drops in my career um, that I can remember. And, uh, yeah, I'd say that definitely my size and, and my hands are my best attributes. Yeah, I have strong hands, making a lot of one-handed catches out there. So that's a surprising statistic on the two drops. Um, how about an area of your game that you worked on trying to improve leading up to the draft here and – you're a guy that's NFL and CFL draft eligible. We'll talk about that more later in the show. But, you know, what's an area of your game that you've just been trying to work on getting better at? Um, while, while I was training for my pro day, um, other than, you know, the drills and stuff, I was really working on um, staying low um, in my routes and when I come off the line so um, I, can, I can transition easier and, you know, try and loosen up my hips. For a big guy, I'd say I'm not stiff, but um, – Getting in and out of my breaks was something that I really worked on um, over the past months leading up to my pro day. And I believe you were working out at EFT up in Chicago. Uh, quite an impressive, you know, resume of guys that they've trained in the past. I think 11 first-rounders, six Olympians, uh, a bunch of NFL guys. What was that experience like, uh, getting a little bit of a, a taste of what it's like you know, working hard at the next level, it becomes a full-time job. No more classes, no more school. It's it's all in on the playbook, on film. Uh, what was it like uh, going through that situation? Um, it was a great experience. Um, surrounding yourself with players, you know, from the NFL and from bigger name schools such as like Notre Dame or Florida, and you know, kind of seeing where you stand amongst them and kind of uh, just you know, being around them and, and kind of forming that competitive spirit, although everybody's competing against themselves, you, every day you, uh, you look to each other to kind of push each other and improve. And, you know, I think it, 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 it showed at everybody's pro days because we all had pretty good numbers and, um, yeah, it was, it was a great environment. It, it was a great, uh, uh, it was a, it was a, we had a great training, and uh, I think it all it all paid off at the end of the day. Now, you mentioned, you know, the one thing was you got a chance to see how you stack up, and coming from the MAC conference, you know, uh, it's a label there. It's not a major 
Power Five. So, you know, how did you stack up? And then also you had a chance to really match your skill set against a guy that many believe are going to be a first-round pick in this year's upcoming draft. And Eli Apple, you guys faced the Ohio State Buckeyes this past season. Uh, how did you fare going up against the guy uh, at, at such a high level? What was your take on that? And also, uh, how do you feel like you stack up overall? Um, I definitely thought that Eli Apple was a great player, and um, you can see why he has that you know first-round talent. Um, although I didn't have any catches that game, I felt like I held my own at the line and in my routes. Um, you know, the ball just didn't happen to come my way that game, and that's fine. But, um, you know, I feel like I can I stack up well against um, a lot of the players across the, the country, and I think that, you know, I can be just as productive as them in the NFL. Juwan Breskaskin, wide receiver, Northern Illinois, joining us on the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, brought to you by the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. Uh, Jawan, we mentioned you got a chance to compete at the College Gridiron Showcase. Another, you know, little glimpse into the taste of NFL life and and coaching. And uh, I know they do a good job of getting some guest speakers to you down there during the week. It's not just all about football, but what were you able to take away? Any good advice that you took away from the event? How did that week treat you? Oh, that was that that week was uh was was pretty was pretty good for me and you know all the other players. Um, not only did we compete off the field, but they I mean on the field, but they gave us um meetings uh, to go to uh, for financial uh, background and kind of coaching on that. And you know that was a big thing that I kind of uh, that I took away from it. Uh, you know, just learning how to deal with your money and, you know, in your first couple of years, not really spending that much money and kind of saving it. And uh, I, I think that's a lot of uh, that's something that a lot of uh, young men should hear because, you know, we get this money and most of us have never had money and we just want to go out and spend it. But we, we they taught us, you know, ways to kind of save it and budget our money and, you know, uh, kind of help us in the future. Yeah, you know, the statistics are staggering, actually, when you look at them. Uh, players who leave the NFL ranks in a short period of time, many of them do go bankrupt, and it's it's really a big problem out there. Uh, so that's great. You can get some of that education, and, you know, when you do move on to the next level, like you said, you go from, hey, 20 bucks in college is good good money for the weekend, and then all of a sudden – uh, you're handed a lot of money. So that's one of the things you can take away from the game. I know they had a lot of good coaches and, more importantly, uh, a lot of scouts in attendance. Now, you're a guy who's been receiving interest, uh, Canadian-born, NFL interest, CFL interest. I see you spoke with the Detroit Lions and Calgary Stampeders uh, after your pro day, I believe. I had a couple teams hit me up about you. Um, you know, what's been the feedback from your agent, I'm sure, if you didn't get a chance or maybe you did get a chance to talk to them one-on-one, what's been the feedback? What do you think, um, you know, you need to do with one month left to go? you got the pro day out of the way. I mean, where do you go from here? Well, for me, you know, I've just been working out and, and uh, you know, staying in shape, working on my craft as a receiver and basically just playing the waiting game. You know, you, you kind of play it by ear and, 
you know, hear any, uh, if anybody's talking about you, but me and my agent, we've just been, you know, kind of communicating back and forth. He's been contacting teams for me and, and stuff like that. But on my end, I've just been working on and just, uh, just keep grinding uh, because you never know if you're going to get a call for someone to come ask you to uh, work out or something. And, you know, I just want to be ready if that time comes. Ron Breskaskin, Northern Illinois wide receiver here on the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, brought to you by College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium. Uh, you know, let's go back to some of your uh, game on the field, Juwan. I know, you know, you're not really the, the stat sheet stuffer kind of guy when people, you know, go Google your stats. It's not going to jump off at the screen. But they should know that, you know, especially this past season, you guys lost not only your starting quarterback, but also your backup quarterback. Uh, you went into the MAC championship game with the freshman quarterback. I mean, how much of a, I don't know, I don't want to say problem, but it was a, a period of adversity there, I would imagine, here as uh, your final collegiate season, having to go through three different quarterbacks. I mean, how was that from a practice standpoint, trying to get on? up to speed in a short period of time with those guys. Yeah, it, it was tough uh, losing Drew in the um, in the middle of the season and then having uh, Ryan go down and having Tom come in as a, as a walk-on freshman. But, um, you know, in practice, our coaches tried to make it uh, as best as possible and, and uh, you know, just kind of make it so we could still play fast as a team because that, that's what we were about. Um, but – you know, at the end of the day, it came down to us helping uh, the freshman quarterback make plays, and we did at times. And you know, in the MAC championship, it didn't go that way, but um, we had great coaches, and they uh, they helped us as best as they could. But we just happened to fall short of our goal uh, last season. Yeah, but the year before, you guys did win the MAC championship in 2014. Uh, you guys also made it to the Palisetta Bowl against Boise State this year. Like you said, everything is out of the way now, training or, you know, training for the pro day because that's a different type of training than actual football training. But you got the pro day out of the way. You've had a few months to kind of digest your whole career. Looking back at it, what was your most memorable moment uh, throughout your collegiate career? Um, my most memorable moment was um, winning uh, the MAC championship my junior year because uh, the year before that we had lost and you know I played a lot that game and um, I, I wanted to win a MAC championship where I contributed a lot to it and that didn't happen uh, that year. The next year we came back, we made it to the MAC championship and um, I played a lot and contributed the way that I wanted to and we won so. It was all uh, overall uh, one of the best moments of my life. And also, too, you know, the other things we should point out about your game that are going to really be appreciated moving on to the next level is we mentioned it a, a little bit earlier in the show, your willingness to block. Also, special teams captain uh, on the front line there, uh, on kickoff teams and, and kick returns, and – I've played that, so I know you got to keep your head on a swivel. You know, how much value do you think that helps your stock at the next level? I'm sure that's something uh, you've told teams that you're able to play on really all four special teams units as well. 
Yeah, I think it definitely adds value to me because, you know, I'm big, uh, I'm strong, and I can run. And, you know, me being willing to play special teams and, and block and do all the things that most people probably wouldn't do adds value. And, um, you know, when uh, coaches ask me what I do, you know, all I all I tell them is whatever you tell me to do, I'll do it. And that's just my mindset. Yeah, you mentioned you're big and chiseled. I mean, I don't see much body fat on you there, Jawan, uh, looking at some of your film there. Um, you know, winding down, I guess, you know, just a couple couple more here. How about something off the field that we not we might not know about you, uh, something that, you know, NFL teams might not know about you, anything here that you can share with us? Um. I mean, I, I'm still a big uh, basketball fan. You know, I get into the gym every once in a while, get some shots up, help kids uh, with basketball. So, you know, that love is still there. I mean, I also uh, work pretty hard and uh, keep keep track of my diet, which is probably a testament to, you know, what I look like right now. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big person to kind of tell people what I'm doing. I just you know, I just do it for myself and have the 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 um the <clears throat> the results show for themselves. All right, last one for you. We always wrap it up on this one. Any team out there listening right now uh want you to tell us why Juwan Breskaskin should be on their team next year. Um I think I should be on uh any team because uh, I'm willing to do what most people want. You know, I'm coachable. Uh, I'm a great. Uh, I'm a great person on and off the field. And you know, I think I can be a, a leader of a team. Uh, the the more uh, I stick around, and, and the more I'm able to contribute to it. All right. Well, listen, Juwan, it's been a uh, pleasurable conversation. I appreciate you taking the time. I know we're going to be hearing from you soon, and. Looking forward to seeing what uniform you wear next season and uh, looking forward to you improving. I think you're a guy, as you move on to the next level, I honestly believe that you have a better pro career, statistically speaking, than you had a college career. So we love to uh, give you the platform, tell your story, and hopefully get you some more exposure. Keep us posted, and we will keep our audience posted. Thank you very much. All right, there you have it. Uh, Juwan Breskaskin, Northern Illinois wide receiver, joining us here on the NUC NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. There's a player with all the intangibles. You heard about uh, leadership, team captain, work ethic, film study. That's what you hear uh, when you dig deep into Juwan Breskaskin. Of course, we've been bringing you the names you need to know since 2002. Get on board the home stretch here one month to go leading up to that 2016 NFL draft and uh, shout out to John at Platinum shout out to uh, Craig and Jose at the College Gridiron Showcase and you know make sure you pay attention to our watch list which uh, we will be posted on the College Gridiron Showcase and Symposium website www.cgsallstar.com that's cgsallstar.com of course uh, you can also follow them on Twitter, at CGS All-Star. They've got a lot of great updates on some of the guys that, you know, we've profiled from the College Gridiron Showcase and 
some alumni guys from this year's game as they get ready to move on to the next level. We've had um, a guy like Lee Hightower who just worked out for the Texans on uh, and some other guys getting a lot of love, getting a lot of shine. And uh, if you're listening today live on this Wednesday, April the 6th, we have uh, quite a few interviews lined up for you. So you can follow us on Twitter at NFL Draft Bible, and we'll be tweeting out the links for that. Of course, I was your host, Rick Saratella. Uh, if you want a copy of our big board, which is a beast, it's a monster, uh, RIC at NFLDraftBible.com. I'd be happy to share that with you. It's been an accumulation of, oh, about 335 days or so, however many (laughs) days are in a year these days. And I think we had a leap year. But, hey, um, uh, you know, hey, it's exciting times here at the NFL Draft Bible. What can I tell you? Uh, It's it's really been a fun ride. We're winding down to the nitty-gritty. We have a lot more interviews to come. So till the next time, everybody, we'll catch you next time.